Uh, this is uh, this is uh, Code Pen Radio three fifty five. I have Adam Argyle here from uh, from from CSS, famously birthed of CSS. No, you're from Google. How you doing, man? I'm swell. So happy to be here. And CSS, I could talk about this all day. I know. I it's know. I thought it's just so easy to talk to you about CSS because you're you're like on the ball with it, and I always learn a bunch about. You know, it's partially because it's your job, but also clearly your passion as well, because I don't think you could do your job without really kind of caring about about CSS as a whole. So, man, you're like you're the torchbearer for CSS these days. You did it, man. I did it. Wow. (laughs) I I had no idea it would happen. I was like, yeah, when I started, I was like, somebody should do it. And they were like, you do it. I'm like, no way. I have no experience doing this. And they were like, so? I was like, okay. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. <laughs> uh, wonderful. Well, yeah, yeah. I say, you know, I don't know what else to say about you. You're the, you, you know, you part of those early days, and still to this day, run that, um, you know, that dev dev tools plugin, that browser extension. Uh, what what you do you call Visbug? Yeah, Visbug. I got mm-hmm. a compliment yesterday. Someone said my UX writers, my PMs, and my designers are all in love with this tool. You've united us in our meetings, and I was oh. like. That's the sweetest thing I've heard in months because that was totally the goal. So I wanted to empower those people to participate. Tremendous, right? It's 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 like it's like a yeah visual this thing for messing with the page, learning about the page that you're looking at and messing with it too, right? Mm-hmm. And de- definitely enables messing with yeah, it. Yeah, I was in a meeting the other day and they were like, "What would it be like if that was over there?" And I was like, "I don't know. Let's do it right now on this call." Yeah, I just launched it and started moving stuff around. They're like, "This must be the Visbug tool that you do." And I'm like, mm. "Yep." <laughs> Sure is. Ain't no, ain't no fig jams up in here. We just, we, de- we vis, vis jam. That's what you should call it. Yep. Hacking on the live product. Boom. It's like if mm-hmm. you were driving your car and just like, yeah, I'm going to change the color right now. It's easy. Watch. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll link that up in the show notes for people to check out. But, but let's just, I don't know, let's just shoot the breeze about CSS because that's what, the, you know, both of us have a little bit of an investment in that space, I'd say, personally right. and professionally, I'd say. And, you know, one thing that I've been trying to wrap my head around that you have a big head start on me with is um, is color stuff. Would you mind talking about color stuff for a minute? Yeah, I, I'd know. love to talk about color, yeah. Yeah. So I... I've been roping lots of people into this because all I want is what I really want is to solidify my own brain into like, which things should I care about and why? Because I know that my brain isn't ready to like understand a 3D model of color or something. Mine neither. Yeah, Yeah, like those. Maybe not ready for that. (laughs) But like, I do care about like CSS syntax and I care about the fact that some of these new color models, I want to get the words right, because there's there's models, there's gamuts, there's, you know, the functions that call these things, there's conversions, there's all these special words. So if I get it wrong, just virtually slap my wrist, if you please. Let, let's just start with display P3, because that's a thing that exists. Yeah. Um, yep. I think that one's a model, maybe. But anyway, space, the, I think. the thing and that you might... Syntax. Yeah, yeah. but the yeah the syntax is funky let's get to all of those things the, if if you wanted to know one thing about it and lock that in your brain is that it's able to express colors that w- otherwise couldn't so that's the like to me that's like the oop ding 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 that's the reason i should care at all that it exists because otherwise i don't know maybe i wouldn't but all the things we have today hex colors you know fog dog what's the famous one badass 
you know, all the good hex colors. <laughs> then there's RGB, there's HSL. All those are locked to this like our sRGB color space something. And that you learn this hugely bummer fact about that is that our monitors that's sitting in front of you probably, I mean, it probably depends on your hardware a little bit, but there's a very good chance that that monitor can display colors that are unexpressible in CSS. And to me, that's just like weirdly sad. Like, doesn't that suck kind of, you know? And it then along comes... Kind of suck, yeah. Yeah, the first time I see P3, the, it's in the context of, holy crap, look at this pink. I, or look at this green or yellow. It exists in this space that's, you know, if you write code in this format, you can make a yellow more yellow. What? What? That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, literally, I'm going to text you a, a link because I, I use this one. I'm like, which which gradient do you want? And it's just like, well, I, I was going for a bright gradient, but you just showed me a display P3 gradient next to an RGB one. And now RGB looks like it got washed in the washing machine about a hundred <laughs> yeah, times. Right. You're like, ew, and what's the gray brown color between blue and red? You're like, why did you go to yeah. brown between those? Like, stay vibrant, fool. Right. Um, that's another one. Okay. So you get you get the more colors, and it's something to the tune of 50% more color possibility range. And I think that goes up, right? Because I think the problem is, it's one of those like, let's not solve the problem for today. Let's solve the problem for a long time in the future. So I, th I think some of these models can express colors that even the monitors of today can't. So you can describe a green or a pink or a yellow or whatever, that's, that's like the greenest green possible for math to describe. And it still it, it gets like yanked back in and it gets as close as it can. So if next year there's some monitor that can get a little closer to the most extreme green in the world, you don't have to reinvent CSS again. Is that right? It sounds like you have a very good grip on all like the kind of I've scope just been working on it. What's happening? Yeah. Working on it. But I want but then but I because I learned a lot of this from you. The, okay, so there's the, let's just leave display P3 alone for a second. There's other new ones like lab and LCH, and they get lumped together all the time. Every article I read like weirdly lumps them together, but they are actually different. But I think maybe share a same color space or something. Space. Yeah, it's like, yeah, they share a color space, like a, or they share a gamut, which is how many colors each can represent, but they both have a different color space. Mm. Uh, so yeah, you could say they both have 10 million colors. Like who cares? It's a ton of colors. They both have the same amount, literally. But the way that you access them and the way that the color is shaped, this is where the 3D model kind of maybe comes into play. They have two different shapes right. and they're shaped off of um, purpose. And you can, yeah, they're based on one. Yeah, yeah, like a shape. And the shape actually kind of matters because the shape is how like internal browser math can happen. And that's the thing that I think I learned. One of the many things I learned from you is like, let's, because that math matters in gradient town. You just were talking about yeah. gradients. If you ask the computer, please draw me a gradient between blue and pink, it has to guess at every single color in between. Not guess, but like it has a model to figure out what colors you want in between those two colors. And if the if the map, like the literal map for that computer drives through crappy gray town then you get crappy gray town in the middle and if yeah, that doesn't happen do a straight map, line yeah yeah they do a straight line and so if that map if if you fix the map and, and 
for rich colors, it never drives through crappy gray town between any two rich colors. You just don't have that problem. And that's just cool. Isn't it? it is cool. Yeah. I mean, like, for example, you think of uh, the cylinder or like a color wheel, right? Um, yeah. Or, and that makes sense because, like, you usually have like white in the center and then it goes out into like the most vibrant colors on the outside. Yeah. And so if you're trying to go from, you know, two different sides of a circle and one's a bright blue and one's a bright red, the computer's going to do a straight line from those across the circle. And what's in the middle? A bunch of colors that are not bright. Yeah. yeah washed out or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so in my mind, I was just like that color wheel only existed because some nerd decided that that was a nice way to build a color picker in Photoshop or something. Or just like they were thinking about the UX of choosing colors and then made that thing. But it turns out that's not the case, that it's actually like an expression of the color space. Right? Which that kind of blows my mind a little bit. Yeah, the result of the gradient is the traveling of like, yeah, you'd look on a map, uh, you know how like it's flying from one country to the next and it does like a little dotted thing. Mm -hmm. um, that's the same thing that a gradient's doing. It's making its way from one to the next. It's like a linear ramp and it's going to go gobble up every little color along the way and then draw you a nice smooth color. That's yeah. just going to take the, it's going to use the map that it lives in, which is like the gamut and, and the, or the gamut is how many colors are there. And then the color space is the shape uh, that you're working inside of. And so it's just going to walk itself across the terrain and the shape that you've asked for. Walk it itself across the terrain. That's wonderful. Okay. So let's, let's dig into that even more. You, then you have the, you have the same pink and you have the same blue and you write a gradient in at lab and you say go from one to the other. And then you write a gradient in LCH, starts at the same pink, starts at the same blue. Are you telling me that the literal map is different between them? So when you draw that gradient, in the middle of that gradient, you'll get different results. That is exactly how it works, yes. And oh, so when they created crazy. Lab, they created Lab to bunch as many of the vibrant colors together as they could. And so it's made oh, um, in a way super that they're intentional. optimizing it. Yeah, they're trying to optimize that one specifically for gradients. Supposedly, Lab is the one that's built more for gradients. But really? Um, through, okay. through my okay. experience, I tend to prefer the ones in LCH. So maybe it's going through some better path, but I uh, don't always like it better. So Don't believe um, it. Fascinating. Okay. So you might pick one literally just for that reason. This episode of CodePen Radio is brought to you in part by WordPress.com. Of course, a place that you can spin up a WordPress site in about two seconds. I've done it and run several sites on it because it's just so dang easy to do, but of course, ultra powerful. I should also point out that they just launched a brand new YouTube channel. You can find it at youtube.com slash wordpress.com. Only you spell out the dot com, D-O-T-C-O-M, you know, love that. Super clever. Uh, I'm a subscriber of it because I'm a user of the product, but also they're really planning to invest in it heavily and have like really interesting content on it, educational and customer showcase kind of stuff, kind of stuff I like to watch because like I have sites on it. If you've like invested in this platform, it's nice to see what other people are doing with the platform because you'll see yourself in these videos and you'll see maybe I could be doing that too. Maybe it'll help you make your site better, faster, more useful to users, make more money do business better, whatever. Again, that's youtube.com slash wordpress.com. Go subscribe. Check out what they're up to. It's brand new.
is it how about this for an analogy because i got i got this from somebody else. No, i have no original thoughts so all this is credit the universe that, <laughs> that lab is lab is more like rgb like spiritually because everybody know already assuming people listening to this already know what rgb is not the color space the literal function in css where if you want to do red you do 25500 and that's all the red is is lab more like that. I mean, I know it's not saying R and G and B, but it's like somehow map, the map is similar-ish or something. I can see how someone was thinking about that. Yeah. So RGB in your mind, when you're thinking about mixing colors, um, you have to, yeah, you think about these vibrant, saturated colors, red, green, and blue, and you're like smushing them together. And with lab, you have um, A and B. So the L in lab stands for lightness and A and B stand for these two groups of colors. And I can't remember exactly what they are, but it's like oh. red and blue or A and green and bleh, something. Oh, green and something super like, weird. B. Really? Yeah. And they're okay. and the way that they work is mm. they're on different sides. So like to go positive in A, you would get I'm just making crap up right now. You're just going to get red. And then if you go negative in A, you're going to get blue. And if you go positive in B, oh. you'll get one color. And so that's why I think you could think about them like RGB is it feels much like you're taking globs of paint and squishing them together and trying right. to make some new color. Yeah. Right. And then, the, but it gets easier when you think of LCH as spiritually similar to HSL because those actually, those, the three letters of LCH just straight up mean something, right? That's what it, what is it? L is lightness, probably. What is C? Chroma or something? Chroma. C's, yeah. And how yeah. is chroma different than saturation? Oh, that's not as fun to talk about, but they're really and similar. Then, and then hue, which is easy, right? Uh, at least theoretically easy. I don't know. <laughs> is, it, is it still 360 degrees? I hope it so. It is. Yes. That's good. Which is, that's convenient, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's convenient. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're going to do math on colors with your, with, with like JavaScript or something, LCH is probably going to be your buddy more than lab is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. In CSS, it's easier. You're like, I want a lighter color. You're like, great. Decrease L. Yeah. Yeah. It's a piece of cake. Whereas in lab, you'd be like, Oh no, L is lightness in lab, so I guess and they're kind of com comparable there. It's you're still just well, I guess you, you get the it. yeah, you get lightness, but you don't you couldn't adjust hue as easily or something. Could you adjust so. the chroma or the hue? Yeah, if you want to like hover and increase the saturation <laughs> okay, or something, that's okay. yeah, not as easy. So chances are, if we're gonna bet, we're gonna like Vegas style this thing. LCH is gonna be the winner. Like go, LCH like, is going to be the winner for yeah your components your buttons but design supposedly systems. lab is going to be the winner for gradients but we'll see we'll see we'll I see know. no I, yeah I, I think I've seen not only you but one other example of somebody saying that LCH is preferable to gradients as far as just like looking at results you know interesting okay so lab and LCH we covered there's some kind of thing called OK lab and OK LCH totally don't get it but i think it's a similar spirit on a different color model maybe the okay yes. model instead of the some other model it's the way that they're bunching the colors up in the shape and well ah, actually it gets a little bit more complicated than that i'm going to open up an observable hq i made for you observable well, i didn't make it oh for my you gosh that's uh, not coming up you I'll find did it in a too uh, well, I, I already had it. It's not like I made it for you, but okay, I'll find it later. Um, OK Lab and OK LCH are offsetting their interventions. What? Okay, yeah, LCH and Lab, they were created in the 70s, 60s, something like that. 
They're oh modeled God, after seriously. After, we're just yeah, catching up to work old. done in the sixties. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Great. Cool. And that's so those models have held true for that long. So folks back then bunched up colors and they said, "Hey, now if you move through the lightness, this matches the way that the human eye works." Blah blah blah. Uh, but then we get to today, and we, let's say we make a gradient, and this is like the famous um, scenario where each color space has um, an Achilles heel. Like there's no Ooh. perfect color space yet. And uh-huh. so with LCH, when you go from blue to white, uh, or if you just go to from blue to white in almost any of these, they're all going to show a little um, issue. And I really want to find my demo, but uh, anyway, what's, the, what's how... the issue? Does it like show a little yellow or something really awkward? Yeah, it goes to purple. Yeah. No so kidding. Like R- okay. RGB faintly goes to purple. So you're like, mm. if no one told you, you probably never noticed. You it's know, like adding 0.2 and 0.1 in JavaScript. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what is that? You're like, no, that's not what I asked for. And so yeah. then you go try a different color space and you say, okay, blue to white in display P3. And then you're like, that's still off. That one went still to bad. cyan or whatever. And then you're oh. like, okay, well, I'll try it in this space and that space. And they all fail in like a weird way. But not an and okay. So okay. Not an this. okay lab and okay LCH. They basically... And so you can find Chris Lilly has a whole talk on this. He he squishes the territorial space <laughs> of each of these, right? He goes and puts them on the screen for you. And he goes, um, here's where LCH is failing. And he shows you all the blues. And he says, see how it can represent blue like this? Well, when you move through blue like that, you actually go through the purple stuff a little bit. Um, and just because of this stretching thing that's happening, when you flatten it out and you try to travel, it stretches. And so OK Lab and OK LCH have manually with human intervention adjusted the color shape squashed it so that it wasn't so weird in the blues so that way right. when you do your gradient from blue to white and OKLCH, okay, it's a perfectly smooth blue gradient well, someone why has, didn't we just go with that then you know like that just got added yeah oh, at, literally like new. someone just popped up with OK lab and OKLCH. Okay, i think they oh, really do like the past couple of years and chris Lilly was like <gasps> This is an amazing color space. We need to get this into CSS. And everyone's like, I see. okay, Chris Lilly, we have no idea uh, what all these color spaces mean. So we trust you. <laughs> and then right. made it into the specs. And, right. Yeah. So some of this seems like if these were, if this if the, all, all these color, let's call them functions now, because you use, you definitely use lab and LCH as just those three letter acronyms and then some parentheses, right? And then you give them three Still non commas, non comma separated numbers, and then optionally a slash at the end for the alpha, right? And that's all wonderful and great because now all the colors work that way. Even RGB and HSL have acquiesced to this, and you can set those in the three no commas vibe too, which I really like. So all the colors work the same way, right? Oh, yeah, yeah we did it, except for freaking display P3. Why is that one the weird outlier? That one's got three channels. It does, um, but you can only use it by calling the color function, color parentheses, display three P3, the keyword, then the three values after it. It's like, why are, I see. Why so different, buddy? You know? Yeah, I think it's it showed up late to the party. So color level four was the one that started uniting all our existing ones. So you have your HSV, uh, HSL, RGB. Those all in color level mm-hmm. four were... Uh, you know, merged into one oh, unified see. strategy. And then display P3 came in later. And that was after they came with the color function. So the color function not only lets you pass in display P3 as the color space, you can create your own color spaces, Chris. You can load your mm. own color space into the browser and ask for a color called Chris, and it could know what you mean. Oh, um, my God. So color is, n- holy cow. So P3 was late, but color is new. 
Holy cow. I'm glad you're here for me. (laughs) This is blowing my mind a little bit. So could I write color left parenthesis HSL or yeah, or oh, you can. Okay. LCH. Okay. Lab. Any of them fit in there. Yep. Color could be if you wanted it to be the only the one way to talk true. about color. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that. Because color also, as far as I know, is the thing that's also is going to, I think, enable the from oh, yeah. keyword and from relative is... color syntax. Oh, I'm so excited. It's beautiful. Yeah, from is pretty is pretty cool. Cause I like how it it allows you to take an existing color like break it apart if you want to Benihana, manipulate it, yeah. it if you want to but for me like if 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 it did one thing i like how it then allows you to apply alpha to a color so if you had like a hex code sitting there because somebody in 1973 decided that was you know delta blue or something that in the future you could be like yeah but i want 72% alpha blue because I don't know. I'm going to layer a, it's going to be a shadow or something. I'm making a hover effect and I want the, the border to scale up and be semi-transparent. Right. Yeah, you can exactly. leave the hex code alone. Just leave it, leave it alone. But you can say from that hex code and then, you know, suck the parts, whatever, make it some other color space and then apply the alpha at the end of it. Very nice. Clap, 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 clap. It clap. is super cool. Yeah. I think that's going to be everyone's gateway into relative color syntax. So you're going to be like, I just want to make this 20% opacity of this hex. Yeah. Um, but later they're going to be like, oh, I, I can take the one of the channels so I could say color from hex as HSL, give me the H, the S, and the L. And then I want to change the S. I either want oh, to squash yeah. it, make so it zero, cool. or I want to perform a calc on it. And yeah, you got the whole world's your oyster at that point. You got the three channels in your hand and a calc function. Ooh, what you going to yeah. do? <laughs> right. I love that. You can calc it or not, or just return it as or is. Not. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or squash it with a zero or a hundred percent. Be like maximize saturation. I don't yeah. even know what it is at, but yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you do that? Like if you had the value yeah, you, of 57 or something, how do you make it into 100? You just don't use it. So like if you break apart a color. Oh, you just you don't get, use it. Yeah, you just return You get a HSL instead. in your hand. Yeah, instead of putting H or S or L in the space, you just put some absolute yeah. value. You say 100%. Now the lightness is 100% or whatever. Uh, yeah. you or you could you, can you use min and max? Could you say if it's lower than 50, make it zero. If it's 51, make it 100. Or I don't see why not. Oh, nice. Brainstorming. All right. Well, thank you for that. We just took a journey down to town to down to color town. Yeah. I sent you that link though, by the way, you should, you should take a look at it. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the purple town one. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that that's, is it the only one or, oh yeah. Wow. HSV is super bad. HSV is super bad. Sometimes you want HSV though, which is weird. Like if you get, I don't like, know. I don't know. Let's stop. I have no anyway. idea what HSV is. Tell me. Oh, Hue saturation value. Oh, crap, I don't remember either. That's another one it, like lab and else can is H, it's a function? It is a function. Yeah, <sighs> and that just landed in Firefox and I think Chrome's about really? to support it or something like that. Yeah, it's on a compat um path right now to have all the browsers supporting HSV. Why? It's, it's in the color worse. color level force back. But this is is this just it's one Aquila Hila, but it's actually really good at other stuff. Honestly, it, this is just a this is just a scenario where it looks bad. There's other times where it looks good. Like if you want a, mm. a color to be vibrant steps in a gradient, you know, from bright this to bright that to bright something else, yeah. HSV can actually turn out to be really good because 
um, it is sort of overly saturated in these examples from blue to white. But in other cases, you're just like, I really like that. Mm. Um, so it becomes a preferencing. Yeah. Is the problem in reverse? Let's say you want it like a really chill color to another really chill color that it can accidentally be too saturated in the middle. Like the exact I assume problem. so, yeah. Yeah, if you had a, if you're going through some, right, it's just you're walking through the territory, you're like, I'm going to walk to that other town between these two colors, and sure enough, in that color space. Yeah, there's got to be some example where it's bad, yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of what I think, like, I want the same thing as you do, I think, here, which is, what, what which one of these do I stick in my tool belt when? Can right. you just tell me? I just want to know when those are, and I have tried three times now to write down, uh, assertions where i'm like aha aha if you're doing yeah. if you're doing x use this color space um and i presented them to surma like last month i was like hey surma you've been studying color spaces what do you think about these five assertions so that people can feel good about moving forward with yeah, these yeah i'm very interested in that and and of course he said what these are all bad <laughs> they're not yeah they're not good he's like <laughs> he's like you're going to be they're just so minute it's like like for example like this blue to white one well, that's how some of the rules would be. It's like, okay, if you're going from blue to white, you should use OKLCH. And you're like, well, that is just not good advice for my brain. No, I don't it's really terrible. go from blue to white enough. Like, why well, I, do, I don't think no. that's not useful. And so they're just, it's case by case. It yeah. would never stick. It would never work. If you tried to, if you made it your life's mission to tell the industry that, they wouldn't get it. It wouldn't stick. You know, no, it wouldn't stick. Yeah. So there's no solid advice there's generic advice um, but i'm gonna all, go with lch yeah. though everybody lch that's the best one i think lch <laughs> is the one that folks will find if they're an hsl savvy individual i think they'll find themselves really at home with lch um it's a mm. great next version to be using because yeah you get perceptual lightness which is where um hsl has failed oh us. we didn't even talk yeah. about that yes we didn't talk about that idea that yeah hsl seems like this this very human compatible format and we also didn't talk about the other what's the other one that's supposed to be so human compatible like hsb or something like that or um um h i mean anytime that they deal with like lightness and hue i feel like they're pretty easy to that's hwb it's it's whiteness and blackness and the whole vibe of it is supposed to be like this is this is good for humans. You're going to love this. Just add white, just add black, or just add both to add vibrancy or reduce it or whatever. Kind of good, but to say that that's more logical than HSL, no. But And it's still in the sRGB space, as far as I know. So it's like, oh my God, how useless is that one? Forget that one. Right. I know pretty much all the ones we've had all the way up until now are in the RGB space, which is 255 million colors. And you're like, okay, um, then why are new Nintendo Switches coming out when they're like, that screen that you had couldn't show the colors that this new Switch yeah. can have? Uh, so it does matter eventually. Yeah. All right. And so j- we'll just end it because I, I, I'm, I'm afraid my, my daughter walked in to come see me at the office. Pretty great. Aww, but, but, but hi, the, Ruby. <laughs> the, uh, the perceptual thing is a big deal, meaning that if you have this like particular kind of orange that ha- you can just, your gut instinct is like, that's a medium strength orange. Then you change the hue in HSL. Pff, who knows what you're going to get? It could be super brighter. It could be the whatever, but it, that won't be the case in, in L, you know, now if you, ch- if you twist that hue knob in LCH, it's going to have the same perceptual lightness, which is so great. So great. Right. It sounds so great, Chris. But is but it a lie? Don't, don't tell me it's a lie. It's, 
it's not a lie. It's that the reality isn't better. Uh, <laughs> it's ooh. okay. It's like, like I've made these color systems now where I'm like, I've adjusted the lightness perceptually based on humans. And now I have warning and success and all these different badges that are all perceptually the same color. And they dude, they're boring. I'm sorry. They just look, they look squashed. Like they're, like they're, and they just don't look as excited anymore as colors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. I'd it's like tough. to end it on it's a bummer. Stuff. Let's just let's just end, and we're all crying. No, that's all right. Most of this stuff is much better, <laughs> and it's what much welcome in in CSS land. And it doesn't feel particularly controversial either, right? Like just adding no. a color space. You don't have to use it. You know. Don't yeah, know. Pretty cool. Well, thanks so much, Adam. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. We'll get you back. Yeah, likewise. Again. See you later, man. Take care. Cheers. Six, zero, three, one, eight.